0: Welcome to the We Achieve podcast, hosted by the ACNET Achiever Network. Our mission is to help business professionals build momentum behind their career and lives to achieve their full potential. We'll explore together the path of professional development and lead you to a better tomorrow.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of We Achieve, a podcast from the experts at ACNET helping you achieve your career development, recruitment, and personal goals. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk, and today we're introducing you to the origin story of ACNET and sharing the mission, goals, and vision behind everything they do. Joining me on the show today is the CEO and co-founder of ACNET, Manoj Gupta. Manoj, welcome.
0: Thank you, Shelby. I appreciate you having me here.
1: So uh, tell me a little bit about... Uh, the founding of AppNet, I mean, uh, what inspired you to create this organization?
0: Yeah, so it, it's, a, uh, it's a long story, but I will try to put it uh, in, as, uh, <laughs> uh, as, uh, in as small words as possible. So, uh, you know, I've been running uh, the teams, large teams in the technology for more than about 30 years. Now, And what I found was that there are a lot of people who are not, uh, you know, they don't fit within uh, certain roles. And there is a lot of attrition also happens within the uh, companies because of the misfit uh, or they're not, not happy or there is a conflict with the manager and so forth. So how do we uh, create something or how do we find something where people uh, are uh, right fit for a particular uh, role in an organization? And when I started thinking about that, I said, what we need to do here, let's try to first find out, uh, you know what people actually want to do uh, in their careers or in their professional life, uh, and so forth. So uh, basically, to uh, the ACNET was formed with an idea that we have to, uh, uh, you know, we have to fit people in the, in the right uh, places. Or we have to identify people, their uh, the motivation levels, their abilities, and then put them into uh, into the spots uh, which is more beneficial for them to grow in their career and profession, as well as it is more beneficial for the companies to take the maximum benefit of the tasks which they are performing. So you that gotta get the right people that. on
1: the bus, right? Uh,
0: drive people on the bus. That's, that's, that, that is the whole, uh, you know, idea behind create, uh, creating whole ACnet.
1: And so when, in your experience, I mean, you've, uh, you've, you've led many companies and, uh, and been able to, uh, to identify talent. Um, but something that you said there is that, uh, identifying different levels of motivation and what's best for them. I think often, Managers tend to look at the holes that they have in their team and try to place them based on what's best for the company. But you're saying that you're trying to look at what's best for the person in terms of their personal growth, right?
0: So I'm, we, what I'm saying here is we have to look at both the, uh, bo- both, the, both the sides. We have to look at what motivates people and what they're good at uh, and also we need to look at what companies are uh, looking for so that uh, there can be a happy uh, marriage between the two. So for example, uh, you know, if we look at a person who is, uh, uh, who, is a, uh, who is a technologist, who is a good software uh, engineer, um, and uh, he has been put in a position to uh, do the coding, Uh, But his motivation is more to get into the management role. Uh, Now, if we do not identify that and he keeps doing the work he's doing as software engineer, which he started his uh, career uh, in, in the beginning, and we don't look at his motivation levels, then what what will happen is after some time, this particular software engineer will burn out because he cannot keep doing the same thing in and out. And then... Uh, if he is not a very you know, extrovert, he does not want to talk too much about uh, himself, uh, then he, in a company, he will be overlooked, you know, because people will not know uh, what his motivational levels are. As a result, uh, you know, a company will keep giving him the work which he doesn't want to do. At some point of time, he will either uh, leave the company, saying, or he will burn out and he will be a very demotivated guy for that company.
1: Right. So... It's realizing that different people have different personalities, motivations, and i guess goals in mind and so the the person that may be very outspoken and the one that is able to schmooze the best and 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 promote themselves in terms of uh you know, well, I did this and I did that versus the introvert that's that's not the right way to to promote. Uh, So, I mean, I guess, tell me about kind of some of your personal experience where you've seen um, gaps in hiring in terms of talent identification, uh, development, based on these, uh, basically the the politics that happens in a business.
0: Yeah, sure. So let's take an uh, example of, uh, of a typical sales personality. Now, sales personality is very outspoken. In most of the time, they are very outspoken, and they can uh, uh, they can get their way uh, into the organization or uh, into the department uh, by talking through uh, uh, the things which they feel they can do. But there can be a possibility that uh, the person might not have uh the metal to uh, do the do the job which the company is looking for so if we just look at this personality i might hire that person uh, based on what he has said now if i look what is his credibility behind what he's saying how do we judge that that is one right so that is very important personality assessment of the person whether he will fit within the organization or not, that's that's one thing. Second thing is that uh, his uh, knowledge uh, or his uh, ability to, uh, to manage the customers or talk to the customers more in depth. If we are looking at the technology, since I have run the technology company, I will just focus on the technology side. Uh, when a salesperson goes and talk to the companies about the technology, they have to come with, a very sound uh, background of the technology so that they can convince the customer that what they're talking makes sense. So when we are looking at these uh, things, when I was hiring the people, and I felt that there were a lot of sales guys who used to talk, but they were not able to walk the talk what they were talking. And... So, well, I had to, uh, I, uh, there were a lot of times I had taken the wrong decisions uh, by hiring the wrong people uh, in the organization. And then later on, I have to go through uh, a very difficult uh, uh, time of transitioning them out to a different roles where they fit better. So how do we solve that problem? If I am an executive, how do I solve that problem? Right. That the first time when the person I see the person that all the things, whether he is a credible person, what he's talking about is there there or not. What he's talking about, the technical ability of that person is there or not. Uh, Right. How do I find that out? So all those things have to be uh, defined up front, either through a software or through uh, some background verification. Somehow they need to be done. Uh, so that when the executive looks at it they have got the 360 degree view of that person and when they are asking the question they're just asking focusing on the questions which are more relevant on the work which they want that person to perform rather than trying to figure it out whether his personality is going to match or uh, whether he's technical sound or not I mean then then, you know, it, it can take much more time for an executive to hire a person rather than just if we we give them all that data, 360 de- degree view of that person, then the executive can just focus on uh, the work which he or she wants this particular sales person to do. And that's what we have tried to do uh, through ECNIT. Make sure that the person, uh, before the person comes in front of, anybody who's a hiring manager or executive or anybody who is trying to bring that person in uh, that they have got the full view of that person
1: so manush tell me about acnet and what inspired you to create the company okay
0: so uh, it's a, it's a it's a long story but I will try to see if I can uh, you know sum it up in uh, as a little words as possible Uh, you know i have got experience uh, in the technology running the technology uh, uh, firm and uh, technology teams for um, about 30 years plus now and uh, one of the things which uh, i felt when i was uh, running the teams and still when i'm running company is that uh, the executives or the hiring managers or the people within the organization. Uh, I mean, they are, there are a lot of people who are not very happy within, within the organizations and uh, companies tend to hire more and more people, put them into, into the workforce without understanding that whether they are the right fit for that particular role uh, or not. So how do we take care of that? Uh, So that was the whole idea. How do we figure this out that when somebody is joining a company or somebody is within a group, their motivation levels are taken care of and the company is uh, benefiting uh, by taking uh, the maximum work uh, from that person, or benefiting by having a happy employee uh, or a partner, I don't call uh, the people who work with an organization as employee. That is, that is one thing which I feel is uh, is a term which should be taken off. I think the people who join a company should be looked at as more of a partners uh, in the company because they are contributing uh, to the success of that company. And so if the partner or the, uh, I've, I'll keep using the term employee because uh, that's what a lot of people are used to. If uh, the partner slash employee is not motivated, then that will show up on their Work which they are performing, and as a result, company will lose out uh, in the on the productivity, uh, and uh, you know. So when I started looking at that, and I said, how do we uh, make sure that we create something uh, which benefits the partner and which benefits the company as well? So, so that's that's the whole idea to make sure that we have the right uh, person for the right role uh, within within the organization whether it is an existing person uh, or whether it is uh, uh, they are hiring a new person
1: right so the idea of having the right people on the bus and knowing uh, how people will perform best in Different roles, you know, a a salesperson, uh, they may be the charismatic, vocal type, but they may not necessarily be the best leader. Uh, and by the same token, the quiet, uh, you know, programmer who kind of keeps to themselves may have great potential as a boss or a leader because they put so much time and thought into um, speaking and. Communicating, or, or you know, communicating well with people—they they think before they speak instead of speaking to think.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And how do we how do we make sure that these things are taken care of uh, within the organization? And even when the person is approaching for uh for for a job, uh, how the 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 hiring manager uh is very clear that before even the person steps into the office, the hiring manager or the executive should be very clear this is the right person uh, for the organization and uh, the organization is right for that person.
1: Right, right. Well, um, you know, the inspiration and the idea for ActNet uh, obviously came out of your personal experience leading companies. So can you go into... Uh, more detail about the gaps that you were noticing in talent identification and development and how that went into uh, founding Acnet.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so let me give you some um, of my experiences. I have run the team uh, of uh, technologists, uh, mostly the people who, uh, who do the software programming. If you look at the, uh, the lifespan of a software engineer, um, I mean they come out of the college, they're very excited to do uh, to get into the job. And companies do hire them, whichever college they might have come from. some people come from Ivy League, some people come from uh, you know uh, state schools and so forth and companies do hire them. But when companies are looking at them, they're just looking at one thing whether he can do, how good they can be a programmer, whether they can program right or not. When I looked at these people, after, after a few years, five, six, maybe after a year or two, even after a year or two, uh, there is attrition happens. And why that happens? Because the person started realizing that the work he's doing is not making him happy anyway. I mean, he went to the school thinking in his mind that uh, he can be very successful uh, by doing uh, the programming. He will earn a lot of money and uh, and so forth. But once he starts getting into the job, first year might be very exciting, second year might be very exciting, third year he starts having the reality check that the work he's doing is uh, not uh, to his liking in the sense uh, uh, what he wants to do and i will take you i will give you a very exa- good example actually i was in uh, working for a company uh, and i was i had a team of software engineers with me and uh, i hired these people from uh, from north carolina uh, one of the north carolina state school he joined very good programmer native american very nice person excellent programmer he worked for one year and suddenly after a year year and a half i think it it might be close to year and a half he comes to me and says noage I, I think this is not for me i said why whoa, whoa whoa what what are we doing wrong here i mean you are doing such a wonderful job you have you have exceeded our expectation you have Uh, Been very creative as far as giving the solutions are concerned, writing programs are concerned, and we 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 didn't even expect you that much from you because you were fresh out of school. He said, "Manoj, I want to be a UPS driver." Now I was shocked. I said, "The person has come into an organization as a programmer, but after a year and a half, he wants to drive a." UPS truck, you know, total misfit. I mean, I, I, uh, obviously he, he gave me what I needed, but I was looking at him uh, to be a team lead after some time. And I was looking at him that he can bring a lot of, uh, you know, technical, 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 uh, as he grows uh, technical uh, things to the other people whom we hire for college. But we lost him because his motivation was somewhere else. We did not even think about talking to him, uh, you know, what motivates him, what he wants to do in his career. You know, we, we just ignored that. And uh, we ultimately, we, he went off and, uh, you know, uh, uh, he, is, uh, he is doing what he's now, he's running a small, uh, you know, company which has got number of uh, trucks and uh, all that stuff. So, so that's what we need to identify when we hire the people. The people within the organization who are performing, uh, whether uh, the organization is actually taking care of them, uh, not from the monetary perspective, but from the perspective that, uh, what they actually want to do are they uh, are they really getting what they want to do another example can be a software engineer can be a very good software engineer but he wants to go more into the uh, content writing or something like that now the person can do and keep doing the programming but his motivation he he keeps telling his managers that look i want to go and write the content for the marketing or for uh some newsletters or something i want to do and managers a lot of time ignore that if they can transfer that person from that particular position which he is currently now or put a transition plan for him to move from that particular place to the department which where he can be very happy Because he is more creative, Uh, he wants to do more creative writing. I can, I think he can add more value rather than keep pushing him onto the work he's doing.
1: Right, and it's interesting that uh, you mentioned an example with such a dichotomy of uh, programming versus uh, content and marketing writing. Um, It kind of reminds me a little bit of of maybe your background. I mean, I, I I see that uh, you uh, have a master's in mathematics, uh, but then you also have a degree from NYU's film school. Uh, was there ever a time in your own career that you felt a little bit pigeonholed into, uh, into more of a technical role and you didn't have an opportunity to express yourself creatively?
0: So if we look at uh, the American society, here the kids or the people change their careers at least three to four times in their lifespan. Careers means they, they might be starting uh, as uh, as a as working in McDonald's because they want to earn some money, and then uh, they go to school, and then they try to see, uh, you know, what pro- uh, what uh, vocation uh, or what uh, subjects they need to do so that they can get more money they take those subjects then they go and uh, work within that uh, uh, within that profession for some time and then they find out that it's not for them and they retrain them into something and then they go finally and uh, land up into something which they like so in my culture uh, when i came from uh, indian culture we are taught that uh, you know we we are taught that these are the right professions where people should put themselves in. Uh, And during our time, now the times are changing. And we go through to the school um, and uh, get the degrees either in engineering or medical. And then once we get into that profession, we stick to that profession, ignore uh, the things which we like to do. In my case, exactly what happened, you know, I wanted to go more into the creative field, into the films, uh, and so forth. So I started my job as a computer programmer and then came to this country and started working on it uh, and and did pretty good as a a computer programmer and uh, got into the management as well. Uh, But the thing which made me happy was that creative side of it, and that's the reason I went to the school. And now... I'm trying to uh, do the things uh, which are which make me happy. Apart from running this company, I think uh, I'm I'm also uh, you know involved in uh, in filmmaking and, and all those things, so that uh, you know my my creative side is being taken care of. So, but if I had got the chance uh, to get into the creative field right in the beginning when I wanted to go uh, you know, I w- I would have been in a very different place as what I am today. It's not that I'm I'm very unhappy here, but I think I would have been much happier at a much different uh, level if I would have gone the other side on the creative side uh, because I would have given much more uh, uh, to that field, which I am doing now, so hopefully, uh you know uh as i uh, as i grow uh i will spend more and more time into that field as i go forward
1: well and and you were able to i mean from your experience you were able to realize that a person's job and a person's career can be very different um and career aspirations may look very different than than the role that they're in currently and so you you recognize that there's a need for uh, a better way to be able to uh, identify these types of goals and and motivations of individuals because that's that's a hard thing to do i mean you know the, you can know somebody very very well and it can still be a hard thing to to pinpoint that let alone trying to do this for a team of however many employees or a hiring pool of, you know, hundreds possibly. So I want to understand then how acnet how does it um, help teams, uh, you know, identify talent and, and assist in individuals' development?
0: So the, the things which uh, when somebody comes on to the platform, there are few things we expect people to do. One is that uh, they have to be uh, very honest uh, about themselves, about what actually uh, they have done in the past. Does not matter whether it's career related, even whatever they have done, um, uh, you know, extracurricular activities or anything which they have done. We want them to be very honest and uh, put together, uh, we call it a power bio. Why we call it a power bio is because we feel a resume is a resume for a job. A power bio is about a personality, about about himself. So if the person has achieved certain things into certain areas, like for example, yeah, he has been very good in some creative field, but he has been working as a software engineer as well. So he should put everything there in that profile. Secondly, we ask the people to whatever they do, that their their peers and their managers and executives should be talking about them in some way or the other. Rate them. Everything, whatever they do. So, for example, if I am um, a creator, I've done something in a field of creativity and I have showcased that. And a lot of people are talking about me that I'm really, really good in that particular field. And I'm also a software engineer. And then uh, people are talking about me in some way, uh, you know, that my work is... Uh, is good. Now, this particular person's power bio comes in front of somebody. They will get the holistic view of that person that how, uh, you know, what his motivation levels are apart from the work. He might be working as a software engineer, but if we start seeing that he is more and more involved in the creative field, then we know that his, uh, his, his bend is towards the creativity, right? So... When we hire them, that is always in our mind that this particular person, if we, can, if we can put something along with the work which we are giving, maybe a software engineer, and we can give some kind of a creative side to it, then that guy will flourish more. That is one. The other thing is we ask the people to go through the personality assessment, which is there are a couple of personality assessments which we have on the platform uh like Bris and Myer's uh, personality and there are a couple of them more. Now we want everybody to go through that personality assessment. They should also know what where their personality uh, what their personalities are uh, and the companies can also look at those personality assessment and make the decision whether uh, you know that particular person, Will fit within that culture uh, or not? For example, I, I can be a very good uh, programmer. I can be a very good uh, creative person, but I might be a very aggressive person by nature, right? And there can be I I if you put me into the team which is uh, uh, which is uh, more. Uh, uh, you know soft in nature and if you put me into that team there is a chance that I might make uh, some people unhappy and that team dynamics might fall off so that personality assessment also come into into the picture then the other thing which is very important which we need to look at. When I talk about the 360, so it's, it's see, we as humans are very, very complex personalities, right? But we, two things, we like to work when there's a need for us to work or we like to work when there's a good motivation behind it, which gives us a satisfaction, right? So now, if you look at what I just said, I mean, you got the power bio completed, Now you know what person has been doing. And then you did the personality assessment of the person. Now you got another aspect of it. The third or fourth aspect is that we find through the personality assessment that this person can be a good leader within the organization. But he does not have the required skills to do that. Right. And that can be his motivation level as well. He wants to grow, but he is an introvert. Maybe he's not talking too much and he he or maybe he doesn't talk too much, but he wants to be in that management. And then through the personality assessment, we find out that he has got a leadership skills. He can be a leader uh, in some way. So then comes the whole thing of coaching into the mix. So as on a platform, we have brought in uh, very successful certified coaches who are who stand uh, to provide uh, the coaching into the area where the company thinks uh, or the person thinks they want to grow in, and they can take their help. Uh, so that uh, they can be guided in the right direction uh, and, and uh, right direction. So all these things we have brought in uh, on, uh, on ACNET so that the person who is within the organization uh, or he is joining the organization, he is. Uh, he has been taken care of right from his motivation levels to his personality development through coaching level and so and company can identify whether this particular person can be a right fit uh, for the role which uh, which he is currently working or they are hiring and uh, bringing in the right support level uh, through the platform to make sure he can uh, he get what he needs from the from the coaching perspective, so that he can be more successful and can add more value to the organization.
1: Right. So it's not only um, a tool for talent identification; it's a tool to be able to identify a great fit for a team and provide them resources. Uh, to to grow and, and to make themselves um, better leaders, uh, better communicators, or whatever the skill that they want to improve.
0: That's correct. That's correct. And the other important thing is we have to be very transparent, you know, with our people. So when I say with transparent means right now, at least what I know, and companies have got different uh, HR policies, different ways to do it. Uh, but what I have seen uh, is that when the appraisal happens of a particular person within an organization, they write up their appraisals, give it to the manager, manager signs off on it uh, and gives it to the HR. I mean, people can approach HR as well, but manager gives that everything to HR. Now, if that manager is not very happy with that person, for whatever reason might be, maybe his productivity is low, or maybe there is a politics behind it, can be anything. And when he writes a note and gives it to the HR, it it becomes... uh, like a mark on his uh, on his uh, record and HR can take HR or executives can take the decisions based on that and there can be the times where it can be a wrong decisions for example if the guy is uh, is not performing let's say we did maybe somebody did not even look at him that why why is he not performing? Right. And maybe his motivation levels were somewhere different instead of moving from this particular place to that particular place and trying to make him uh, produce more or uh, trying to make him happy. They just uh, wrote on his record that he is very unproductive and uh, let's give him some uh, time to come up to the speed and uh, all that uh, stuff. And then they gave him two more months to come to the speed. But the guy did not. They lost and the guy might be very good. Maybe uh, he's a programmer. He might be very good as a creative writer. Right now they have lost a very good creative writer which they could have used in some other department where he could have flourished. Uh, He could have been more happier. He could have brought in more value to the company. and uh, they have, again, gone and started hiring uh, the person. Do not know whether the new person who will come in will be the right fit or not. So these are the things we are trying to take care of through our platform. It's a complex platform. It's a complex problem to solve. And it's a, it's, it's a very complex you know, platform as well. Uh, and we are evolving. I mean, we are, uh, we are trying to uh, do the things so that uh, we can bring uh, some uh, happy medium between uh, between the employees and the organizations uh, so that they they are they are uh, they are having the people who are uh, more passionate about the work they are doing and who are uh, who are making the company successful
1: right right well, as, uh, as we start to wrap up this episode, um, let me ask you about um, kind of the future for Acnet. What does the future hold in terms of uh, new capabilities or uh, features that uh, the platform that you hope to incorporate and uh, where do you think the company will be in five to 10 years?
0: I think if you do the job right, uh, I think uh, the companies should, See the value which uh, acnet will uh, bring uh, to them, and we feel that it should become uh, the platform of choice for a lot more companies. Because if we can bring things on the table which can bring the clarity about the people uh, into the into the organization, and uh, they can start taking the decisions which are right for uh, the people who are working and for the organization. Um, I see that it becomes uh, uh, it becomes the platform for ch- of choice for the companies in near future.
1: Well, uh, fantastic stuff! I really think that uh, we've given a great overview of. Uh, the origin story of Acnet and uh, what the the goals and, and the, the mission behind the company is. Manush Gupta, thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you, Shelby. Appreciate your time.
1: And that does it for this episode of We Achieve. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Until next time, I'm Shelby Skerhoff.